Welcome to TJH, your go-to podcast for all things journeying home to yourself. I'm your host, Hayley Curtis, Gene Keys and Women's Transformation Guide, here to encourage and usher you into remembering who you are by peeling back the veil on all things shadow work, self-love, self-worth, relationships, gene keys, breakthrough, awakening, and so much more. One thing I know to be true about you is that you are utterly magnificent. And here at the Journey Home Podcast, I will be walking hand in hand with you as you discover and remember your magic. Let the voyage begin. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of the Journey Home Podcast. We are here for our weekly ponder this week. The weekly ponder is where I, pr- I pose you a potent question for you to contemplate that can help you peel back the layers that live inside of you to reveal the treasure and the magnificence and the wisdom that lays at your core. Did you know that you were actually wise as fuck? Did you know that there are so many diamonds and golden nuggets that are scattered all throughout your soul, all throughout your being, that as you start to sit in contemplation and start to question life, yourself, the world around you, you begin revealing these nuggets, these diamonds, this wisdom. And as you start to reveal diamond after diamond after diamond, your life just gets better and better and better. And so that's what I want to start by saying is that the questions that I pose here in the weekly ponder, yes, you can take them lightly and you can just have a bit of fun with them. But at the end of the day, they are deeply transformative. If you really give these questions the time and the space for you to contemplate them, they will change your life. You can take any question, you can take any gene key, and if you contemplate it long enough, you will transform just everything the entire tapestry of your life. That's really why I'm here, to hopefully be a catalyst of that experience for as many people as I possibly can be the catalyst for. And that's why I show up day after day after day on my Instagram, here in the podcast, with my clients, with my family, with my friends, with myself. It's because I deeply believe in that possibility. And I'm going to keep showing up and keep posing the questions. But today I'm actually posing you two questions because the way that the weekly pulse works, which is what the weekly ponder is based upon, the gene key that is moving through our sun at the moment. And we're on a bit of a transitional period because it happens every six days, which means that every six weeks, we sort of have a bit of a lap over. So the pulse today is gene key 34, but then on Tuesday, it moves into gene key number nine. So I'm going to be weaving them both together. I'm going to be posing you two questions because I was sitting here at my computer thinking, okay, you've got to choose Haley, 34 or number nine, which one are you going to choose? And my soul was just saying, uh, can't I just have both? And I said, well, yeah, heck yeah, you can. Of course you can have both. (laughs) 
So we're doing both, baby. We're doing both. And even though Gene Key 34 and Gene Key number nine aren't directly related with the Gene Keys, so they're not programming partners. Um, they don't sit in the same code on ring. However, that doesn't matter. The Gene Keys are holographic in nature, just like your life is holographic in nature, meaning that as you dig into one Gene Keys, you are technically digging into them all. Just like when you dig into one part of yourself, you are technically digging into all parts of yourself. An analogy I always use is that whatever you're digging into, it's just a stream. And then you might dig into another thing and it's just another stream. And all the streams lead into the one river. So you dig into one thing, everything rises with it. So why not bring two gene keys today? Why not? Something that Richard Rudd actually teaches within the gene keys is if you're reading a gene key or you're, you're contemplating a gene key and you just don't feel like you're getting it, you just don't feel like it's landing, he said, open your gene keys book to a random page, go to any other gene key and read that in order to help you to understand the one that you feel like you're not understanding. Because they all inform each other. And that's a beautiful thing I've, I've got to experience as a Gene Keys guide. Because I don't just dig into my own keys, I'm digging into clients' keys and um, I'm bringing teachings on different keys. Oh my gosh, I just get opened up to just how deeply interconnected these keys are with one another and I love weaving them together I absolutely love it just like I love weaving together parts of me and parts of you you know we compartmentalize ourselves so much in life and that can create stress it can create tenseness it can just like when we compartmentalize everything it makes us forget about how interconnected all of life is (laughs) You are interconnected within yourself, but then you are interconnected with all things as well. And it just blows my mind. So I got given a big fat permission slip to bring two Gene Keys to you today. So Gene Key 34, which is the current pulse at the time of me saying this, is the shadow of force, the gift of strength, or in the dream market is inner strength, and the city of majesty. Then we have gene key number nine, which the pulse begins on Tuesday, which will be the 28th of November. We have the shadow of inertia, the gift of determination, and the city of invincibility. So I'm going to pose you the gene key 34 question first. And as always, doesn't have to have anything to do with the gene keys. These are still just good freaking questions to ponder in life. My question for 34 is... What is the difference between trying and doing? What is the difference between trying and doing? And then looking through the lens of your own life at these two energies, trying and doing. Trying and doing hold two completely different frequencies. How many times do you say, I'm trying? I'm trying. I'm trying this, I'm trying that, or I'm really trying, okay? I'm really trying. Ponder on that for a moment. What kind of energy, what kind of frequency does trying hold? I'm not going to speak into it for you because it's going to be slightly different for all of us. I want you to sit with that. What kind of energy does trying hold? 
versus when you just do something. When you're just like, okay, I'm, I'm just doing. I am doing this. I'm doing it. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Doing it. <laughs> what difference is the frequency in that? Trying and doing. You see, this is related to Gene Key 34 and the shadow of force because the dilemma of the shadow of force is trying. When we try to do something, we're actually forcing. Trying creates forcing. Versus when we just do something, when you just do without trying, you invite in ease. Ease. And ease is a hallmark of the gift of strength. Ease. We don't often associate ease with strength. We associate trying with strength. And herein lies the problem with this jinky. And force is often mistaken for strength. Force isn't strength. Force is trying energy. Strength is doing energy. And I kind of, I'm getting this, I'm getting this pull in my soul. I've got more to say on this, but my soul is pulling me to say, just leave it there, Haley. I just want to, yeah, I'm just going to leave you there with just looking at trying versus doing and go on your own little adventure with that. Where does that want to take you and what does it want to reveal to you? I have sat with that question many a time and and for quite an elongated amount of time. Um, One of my very close one-to-one clients who I've been working with for a very long time, this is her life's work, Jean Key. And so I've always come back to it in questioning her about it. And in doing so, I question myself at the same time and it has revealed some magic to me. Oh, I feel like it has so much magic for all of us looking at trying energy versus doing energy and what that means for your creativity, what it means for your, for your relationships, what it means for going after your dreams. Look at it from that angle. Trying versus doing. So that's my first question. My second question, which is for Jane Key number nine, is how is perspective deeply connected to feeling stuck how is perspective deeply connected to feeling stuck when we feel stuck in life when we feel stagnant when we feel like there's no way out that is simply a result of the perspective we are taking on the situation and when it comes to gene key number nine the shadow of inertia the gift of determination, inertia is like stuck in the mud. You may remember the word inertia from physics class in high school or from science. Inertia is like trying to push a parked car. You need like a certain amount of energy to get something going and it just feels so stuck, right? And when we're feeling an inertia, it just, there's no way out. I just feel so bogged down by life. I feel so bogged down by my dreams. You know, you may feel stuck in being able to reach the things that you truly want, but it all comes down to perspective. And just like my last question with Gene Key 34, perspective is the dilemma of inertia. That is the dilemma. It's what creates inertia is the perspective we're taking. And so, for example, if you were to want to climb a mountain, and this is very metaphorical because obviously that mountain can be your dreams, it can be anything, but let's just actually look at a mountain. 
depending on the perspective from which you're looking at that mountain would depend on how able you feel of making the climb. If you are standing at the bottom of the mountain looking up right to the top, you may see the extravagance of it, the steepness of it and think, I could never do that. And you just feel stuck at the base. I could never climb that mountain. And then we never do because we're looking from that perspective. However, if you were looking from the perspective of just honing in on the staircase that is laying in front of you, the path that's laying in front of you, and you just saw a few steps, you go, I can take those few steps. And once you've taken those few, you see the next few and you go, I can take those few steps. You see the next few, I can take those few steps. And over time, you're at the top of the bloody mountain. But it all had to do with the perspective from which you were looking at at the beginning, Right? When we look at the big picture sometimes, it feels like we will never make it. When we look at how massive a project is or how massive, you know, if you're wanting to go and study and it's a, if you're wanting to study part-time, it can take eight to 10 years to finish a university degree. You can look at it and go, that's too big. I could never do that. However, when you just look at it module by module, yep, I can do that. Next module, yep, I can do that. Over time, you end up having done the thing you wanted to do and you were never stuck, but it was all because of the perspective that you took at the beginning. And so I just invite you into looking into an area of your life where you're feeling stuck right now because we all experience this and there's nothing wrong with experiencing feeling stuck, right? There's no shame in it. It's something we all have to journey through. But look at an area of your life where you are feeling stuck and then ask yourself, what perspective am I looking at this through? What angle am I taking? Am I looking at a bird's eye view of this? Am I looking from the bottom up? Am I looking at the next step? Am I looking at all of the barriers and the blocks that I think are going to be in my way? Am I looking at all of the ways that I feel like I'm not good enough in order to be able to do that? What's your perspective? And how is that perspective actually fueling the feeling of being stuck? Then what perspective could you look at it from that freed you from your stagnant waters, that freed you from from believing that you were stuck? Because feeling stuck and believing that you are stuck is nothing but a perspective. It's just the angle you're looking at it from. And so when it comes to setting ourselves free, when it comes to getting unstuck, perspective is your best friend. And really perspective is your best friend in almost everything in life because the way in which you experience your reality is simply just the lens at which you're looking at it through. If you don't like the way something is feeling, if you don't like the way something is playing out, ask yourself, well, how can I switch the way I'm seeing it, right? It's like today, right now, today, it's the 26th of November while I'm recording this. Today is the 12-year anniversary of my dad passing away. And even that is something that you can look at through a lens of perspective. There are so many different lenses you can look at loss through. We can choose to look at loss through the lens of all of the reasons why it shouldn't have been that way and all of the horrible things that come with that and all of the reasons why this means X, Y, and Z for my life. 
or I can look at it through the perspective of acceptance. I can look at it through the perspective of everything that opened up in my life. I can look at it through the perspective of the death and rebirth cycle. There are so many perspectives we can take on any given thing in our life. So the moment we're feeling stuck with an emotion, with a situation, with an environment, with anything, just asking myself or asking yourself, what perspective am I taking and what are some of the other possibilities? That's something that I often get my clients to do when they're feeling really bogged down by something. I say, okay, let's identify the perspective you're looking at it through and then just brainstorm a whole heap of other ones that could be possible. There's thousands, there's infinite perspectives you can look at something through, but I just get them to brainstorm all of the other ways you could look at it. And even just recognizing that there are so many other angles to look at something through, that's freeing on its own because it suddenly lifts the weight of the one perspective you're looking at it through right now, just simply knowing that there's others, right? With no pressure to get out of the perspective you're currently looking in, but just to come to the realization of, okay, I'm looking at it through this perspective, but it's not the only one. And if I'm feeling stuck right now, it's only because of the perspective I'm looking at it through. There is always a way out. There's always a way around. There's always a door waiting to be opened. But depending on the perspective you're taking, you might not be able to see that door right now, right? If there is a door like, you know, a 90 degree turn from the the angle at which you're looking at something, you're not going to see that door and you feel like you're stuck. But if you just turn 90 degrees, boom, there's an opportunity right there. It's just the way we're looking at it. We can get so narrow, narrow viewed in the way that we look at life. And this has got to do with this gene key, but also other gene keys like 17, where it's about opinion versus farsightedness, we can get very narrow-minded in the way that we're perceiving our lives, perceiving others, perceiving situations, perceiving how we think somebody else might be thinking or not thinking about us. And the moment that we just broaden our minds, broaden that line of view to be like, hang on a second, this is one perspective and there are infinite others, you begin to free yourself and you begin to see doors in all of the places where you only saw brick walls before. The doors that you are seeking are just maybe a five degree turn to the left or a 180 degree turn right around, maybe it's behind you. But you'll find out for yourself as you start to zoom out from the perspective you're in right now to see what else there is available to you. And so that's why I invite you to sit with this week the difference between trying and doing and how perspective plays a role in feeling stuck. I hope you have an absolutely magnificent week and that it's full of contemplation and natural pauses Right, this contemplation, these questions I invite you into, they require pauses. They require spaciousness, but not space in the way that you need to clear your calendar to think on these things. But just taking those natural pauses that life gifts you every single day. Maybe when you're sipping your coffee in the morning, utilize that as a pause. Maybe while you're commuting to work or you're sitting on the toilet or having a shower, Life gifts us with these pauses all of the time. The question is, are you seeing them or not? 
And again, that comes down to perspective. <laughs> time. Time is all about perspective as well. <sighs> That's it from me today, everyone. I'll see you on Thursday for another episode, which is going to be all about the dream arc. We are looking at animal totems. We are looking at the gene keys through a completely different creative, intuitive lens. We are looking at journeying with animal archetypes and how they can speak to you on a soul level. If you are connected to animals, if you love animals, if you're wanting to ignite more of your intuition or creativity, oh my gosh, this episode is going to be for you. I can't wait to chat to you then. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is such an honor to bring my heart directly to your ears. The TJH podcast is in her early days. So if you could take a quick moment to leave a rating on Spotify or write a review on Apple Podcasts, I would be extremely grateful. And if you enjoyed the episode, I encourage you to share it with a friend to help spread the Journey Home message far and wide across the globe. I deeply appreciate you and I will chat to you again very soon.